Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. <laughs> we got the chocolates. What the frick is that? We got the chocolates. Don't they do that, James? <laughs> we got the chocolates. Yes. Really? Scouts, welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Skin. And that's Mikas over there. Hello. Now we're without Goaty <laughs> for this week. He's down in Adelaide actually playing some cricket and then probably visiting bulk wineries. Biggest films usually. This isn't filmed, so he's not filming. I don't know. I actually don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> he's just jobbing in where we need him, where we need him. Also, so, is Mikas ever going to be allowed to say, I'm oh, Mikas? Why do you have to say that's Mikas? Yeah, I don't know. Well, we've just always done it that yeah. way. Skin, if it's not broke, don't break it. I okay, also so. think Deal. if we change it, I will break it. So <laughs> let's not do that. That is only fair. Uh, you've probably right by accident, but definitely stay for a laugh. We got the chocolates. That's a win. Now, haven't we got a story for you? The reason that we're doing this episode, it's a bonus episode. Uh, it's coming out to you on a Tuesday, I think, which is weird. I know that'll throw your week out of whack, but... Bear with us. Uh, we celebrated our 200th episode recently. After 214 episodes, yep. we went back and celebrated the 200th. It was wonderful. Very well organized. Uh, and essentially, this episode is just dedicated to some of the content that we captured on that day slash night. But it is worth mentioning, the whole objective, I guess, was to sort of go to a cricket game. There was a corporate box. It was lovely. We were going to watch the Brisbane Heat play the Sydney Sixers. Yep. For the first time that we've ever seen, I think, at a cricket game, there was not a ball bowled, abandoned. No, not one. (laughs) Without without a ball being bowled. Uh, So that was in itself considerably unlucky. Yes. We ran a competition. You might be familiar with it. Ran a full competition. People entered. It was great. We had to choose five winners. That was incredibly scary. Yeah. We did all of that (laughs) to have it run down. (laughs) And we thought we had a brilliant idea of like we would get people to send in their unluckiest story and we would pick people who are really unlucky and we'd give them some luck and, and give them a, a nice day. Uh, and, yeah, it didn't really occur to me until we were sitting there watching it piss down rain that having five of the unluckiest people in our audience might not, yeah, might have some impact, I guess. Yes. I'm not very superstitious, but it's hard to argue with. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of now like one for yeah. one. We've yeah, exactly. run one event where we've got unlucky exactly, people yeah. and one event's been rained out. Yeah. So it's a 100% strike rate exactly. of them being cancelled. Yeah. So I don't think we'll do that again next time. But no. Oh, well. Got a nice little learning curve. Great learning curve. Anyway, um, we do always start with the joke of the week. Every episode. And the good news about it being rained out was there was plenty of time to ask these five winners that we did get along. 
for their price to tell us a couple of their go-to jokes. And here they are. So there was three guys walking through a forest uh-huh. and all of a sudden a group of cannibals come out and attack them. And they say, oh no. And the cannibals say, I tell you what, we'll give you a lifeline. You can go out into the forest and find 10 of any fruit. You bring it back to us, we'll let you go. So off they set. First guy comes back, brings 10 apples. They say, all right, well, you've got to shove all 10 apples up your... <laughs> and it, if you make a funny noise, a, a anything, you're dead, you're gone. He sets to, he gets to about the second, he can't, he's crying. They kill him in the eat. Second guy comes back, 10 grapes. Gets told the same thing. He's thinking, fucking Christmas, mate. And he pops him up, gets to about the eighth, and he's in floods of laughter, just dying on the floor laughing. So they kill him and eat him. Up in heaven, the first guy says to the second, says, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You know, two more grapes, home free. He said, saw the third guy coming back with pineapples. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would certainly tickle. (laughs) What do you call when you mix a brown cow and a brown chicken? Oh, yeah, come on. I haven't got it. Brown chicken, brown cow. (laughs) Strong, strong. Very good. Oh, you've put me on the spot here. What does DNA stand for, Gody? I don't know. National Dyslexic Association. Very good. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what do you call 10 ducks and a cow? 10 ducks and a cow. I've got nothing. Quackers and milk. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. I've actually never heard that. <laughs> Back to you, Mikus. <laughs> and I'm Mikus. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I knew I'd break it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's Chime right. in when needed. Yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, mate. That was needed. No, we, were, you go. we were struggling after some of those jokes that they told. You're right, oh. because they were stinkers. <laughs> yeah, no, we did need that. A yeah. couple of goodies, actually. James was a little bit ropey. Apologies. So, Skin would have loved that one, obviously. <laughs> I don't remember hearing it. No, not at all. <laughs> you, will. you will when you listen back. Uh, anyway, Skin, you've sort of given a bit of a rundown of how the competition worked. For anyone listening and not really aware of what's going on, the way that you entered the competition was what? Well, it was through the chalk line on our website, the Speakpipe. You can you can leave a voice message there. We got people to send in their unluckiest story, essentially. So, yeah, we had. I think we in the lead up to the event, we went through a few examples on the podcast. I think someone broke both of his arms was was one example. I think we talked about that. Afghanistan would have felt quite unlucky in their game when Glenn Maxwell went bananas, that sort of thing. So if you had any of those sort of stories, send those into us and we'd pick the ones that we deemed the unluckiest. Or I think you, we ended up judging it based on a few criteria. If yeah, you, do you have any idea what they were? I do, absolutely. It was genuinely the hardest decision. We, I think we were sitting there on a Friday afternoon listening. I had this discussion while we were actually at the Pineapple Hotel meeting our winners for the first time. Someone was sort of saying like, yeah, I got my email at like 10 p.m. on a Friday night. Like it's weird because obviously that's probably not when you sent it. I was like, yep, that was when we sent it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, we were just struggling the whole afternoon. We were listening to them go like, shit, we got to narrow this down to five. This is hard. I was a teacher, uh, as I said, on the Instagram story at that stage. I was a teacher and marking is quite a crucial part of being a teacher. Mm. I would never say it was the thing that I was best at. Unfortunately, I was very good at making fun lessons, less good at saying this works good or bad. Sometimes I wasn't really sure. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job of it now. So obviously. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I was stressing for these choosing the five winners. And I said to Skin, like, we need a criteria. You can't just go, oh, yeah, that's good and that's bad. You actually need a criteria. That's one thing I did learn from teaching. Uh, so it was based on content and substance, delivery and style, and organization and structure. Three great criterias. 
<laughs> What's funny about what it? Is like, you can't just hear something and go, yeah, that that's a winner. No, nah, you can't. <laughs> you genuinely can't. You have to have criteria. Yeah, Otherwise, no, you're it, just, right. yeah, it all gets, mm. you know, people need to know that it's based only on skill. Yep. And those other three criteria that I mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's start with some of the uh, some of the entries, I guess, that were considerably unlucky to miss out, we thought. These were some very, very strong entries, and we just wanted to give you a, a bit of a taste of how hard it was for us. So here you go. The first one, I think, uh, Oliver. G'day, boys. Hey, my unlucky story is actually about my best mate. Uh, so I hope this qualifies. So he was a former fast bowler, uh, bowled in the practice net to the Gabba and bowled a bouncer to such intent. That's his claim to fame. Uh, he went in for a knee scope surgery, which is just where they have a look at the knee, see how they're going to fix it. They, the surgeon stuffed up, nicked his artery. He was then in hospital, uh, almost dying with a staph infection. It was awesome. We went in and played hangman a couple of times. Um, the unlucky part, though, for him was... He was in hospital for eight weeks and his wedding was in seven weeks post knee scope. So he missed his wedding because a surgeon nicked his artery. Oh, yuck. Oh, yeah. Never said whether he gave the artery back either after nicking it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Uh, Yeah. But that's like genuinely when you talk about bad luck, that's up there. Mm-hmm. Really up there. The the thing that counted against Oliver, I think, is fair to say, Skin, is it wasn't about him. We wanted the five unluckiest people. That's mm-hmm. about his mate. That directly counted against him because that was very, very unlucky and a very strong entry. As far as the criteria go, if it was his mate, mm. would that have been a winner? Oh, that's hard. See, uh, Mikas, we don't like to live in what ifs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut oh, up. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> Chime in when needed, Mikas. <laughs> it's like, Not whatever if, you want, mate. What if I went to the gym more? I'd probably be stronger. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rhiannon. Hey guys, so my unluckiest experience was when I fell off a 12-foot cliff at the Grand Canyon in America. Yep, you heard me correctly, the Grand Canyon. Um, so I fell off. I had to have three different ambulances, uh, massive leg reconstruction surgery. I had to spend five days in hospital and then I drove back to Vegas and kept on partying. Um, but the lucky, well, unlucky, I'm not sure what you want to call it. <laughs> Mm. You know how you just talk like you've got mates, we've got them, where you're just like, that guy's a compulsive liar. Like you love them, they're good mates, but it's <laughs> just like they just, they sort of just, <laughs> they sort of. Sounds like a large accusation. They're not like compulsive liar, but like what? They're the white liar, you know? You still have to say that? Is that what they're called still? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. yeah like a little, you know, just. Uh, yeah, embellishes on the truth a little bit, you might say. I sure. don't think your mate's like that. Yeah. Uh, and then so link that back to Rihanna's well, entry. Just, no, no, no. I'm not saying it's untrue. It's just what I was saying is that when she went back to party, imagine being like her going up to someone in a nightclub and just being like, oh, yeah, what did you get up to? Like a bit <laughs> oh, of small talk. Right. Yeah, okay. I just fell off the Grand Canyon today. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you would literally that would be, be tough like, to believe, uh, wouldn't it? Yeah, so what do you actually do? Yeah. Like, okay. It was when I first heard that, it, it was lucky that she went like you heard correctly because I was like I don't think I heard correctly. <laughs> and then she said you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But again a little bit of a gray area like you could argue she's lucky to have survived. That, that. is. You right. could also argue she's lucky to find a 12 foot cliff in the Grand Canyon. Surely most of it's bigger like like you could have fallen That's off true. a much larger cliff at the Grand Canyon. 
and not survived. So, so that's yeah. Poor old Rhiannon got marked down for yeah. being lucky at the same time. Was unlucky. Yeah. Sorry, you can see how hard yeah. this was. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel bad saying that. I'm sorry. No, that's fair. Uh, Rob, g'day boys, love your work. So I reckon my unluckiest story would be when I was 19. I'm having an absolute blinder of a game in the ruck. I kicked three goals halfway to the third. Running back with the ball and taking the mark. Got about two steps and then bang, copped a knee straight through the back. Um, played out the rest of the game in agony. Got home and all of a sudden collapsed, convulsing, throwing up, off to hospital. Um, got a call from the captain the next day telling me that I'd Got best on, and uh, because I wasn't there, the 250 had been put across the bar. Meanwhile, I'm pissing blood in hospital. Spent the next six days in hospital, and um, scans in the kidneys then found a 13-centimetre tumour, which had to get whipped out. So, end up missing the next 18 months of footy and about eight weeks of work. So, yeah, not an ideal day. Thanks, boys. Love your work. Love you. Stinker of a day. And, uh, yeah. yeah, one that we really struggled to leave out, I'll be honest, that's yeah, yeah. What? How See, do, I don't want to say the what if things, but how do you leave that out? No, I'm not copying that. You you look like you've just heard this for the first time. You told us to leave that out. <laughs> I've genuinely never heard that before. It, yeah, uh, because okay. well, that's because find, you didn't uh, listen to your homework. Because <laughs> we definitely sent again, these ones through to you yeah. and said, "Can you help us choose a winner?" And you replied to that saying, "He's lucky to have found the tumor so early." And I, I couldn't believe it. I was arguing for this to be included because it's like, Are yes, you? but you're unlucky to have a tumour. And you're also unlucky to have your $250 on the bus. That is like unlucky. <sighs> yeah. That, it's, the day just kept getting worse. Yeah. I, I can't believe you've reacted like that. I'm off you. I, um, I don't think I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone stole I'm your like, phone. I must have. Okay. I, yeah, like, so are you, you sure it's the right Michael so in your you phone? you didn't listen to the things that we asked you to listen to and then replied to them anyway. No, well, I had to have listened. I don't know what this is, but it should be excluded. No, I mean, if I said that lucky to find the tumour early, then I guess I listened to it. I don't know what I was thinking. Sorry, mate. Obviously, we we would have loved to have had more than five winners. That was just all we uh, were able to do. So it was hard. Uh, Rob, very stiff to miss out. It's a great entry. Thank you so much, Rob. Love you too. Uh, Zach. So me and the missus are going through facility stuff at the moment. A couple of months back, we went to um, the fertility appointment. I've had to um, do my business in the cup. Um, so gone to the room, started um, started doing started barbecuing, um, doing the business. Halfway through, um, the nurse has actually walked in the wrong room. So she's walked in the room I'm in while I'm barbecuing in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> She's obviously seen what I'm doing. It was uh, awfully awkward. Um, and, yeah, it was not the greatest experience. <laughs> Just the way that ended. <laughs> yes. It's very funny. I, I love the use of the word barbecuing. Yeah, um, I haven't heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Underrated. Sorry, can I just jump in here? This is disco, by the way. No, disco. S- so it wasn't actually Mikas that said that. It was Charlie who said it. In oh, I chat. knew I never listened. Sorry, that's what I was trying to be proud of. <laughs> sorry, guys. Right. Well done, Mikas. You didn't write back. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well defended, though, disco. Good stuff. No, disco Dave. I apologize. Dave the the nose check shit. Yeah, sorry for blaming you. No, because. I'm sorry for not doing what I should have done. <laughs> Forgiven. I think we all you made too. mistakes here. Yeah. So, and Rob, we're particularly sorry to yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is unlucky. Uh, final one now from Matt. All right, boys. 
unofficial friend of the show here, got a bit of an unlucky story for you. So when I was six years old, I've got a younger brother, he was four, my parents sat us both down and they said, listen, we've got big news. You're going to have a little sister. So we're stoked, new baby on the way, family, friends, everyone's buying dresses and painting rooms pink and all that fun stuff that you do. But a few months later, my brother and I were sitting on the deck chairs at my grandparents' place. We got the news. Unfortunately, during all the scans in the lead up to the birth, there was something that was just so small they weren't able to pick it up on the ultrasounds. And in actual fact, we ended up with a little brother. But not only did we end up with a little brother and not get the sister we were promised, we got a mickus. Mm. No one has ever been that unlucky. Yeah, that is unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> that is your old brother, Mickus. I there. got that. Yep. 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 Can't have it all, though, can you? No. And uh, not a sister. Uh, <laughs> Clearly. Right. I was talking about the small snake. Yeah. <laughs> good up top, good down the bottom. Shame about the middle. <laughs> uh, the ultrasounds. I mean, they're not perfect yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, he's. 30 years ago, I guess. But um, Yeah, well, hopefully it's done some growing since then. <laughs> yeah, it's unlucky. Sorry. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Jono. Should we potentially go to golf and do this on Monday? We should probably play golf. So see you later. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to go play golf. Then we'll come back and do this. Wait there. <laughs> 
trying to stop ourselves from laughing and you were like, don't laugh because <laughs> you've just been so angry. And me and Skinner are like, nah, we were not going to. We have not found one thing this afternoon slightly amusing. We've had a frown on our face the entire time. I feel really sorry for you, man. It was <laughs> tough up, to watch. Forks up near his sandwich. It's at three and a half metres <laughs> backwards. <laughs> And we couldn't keep it in anymore. We just lost it. Oh, started screaming. <laughs> oh, I love golf. Well, anyway, that's golf. That's our new golf podcast. Uh, listen out. Oh, great idea. We should do one. Hey, Good Skin, write this. that down. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll do. Anyway, uh, on this actual episode, I'm sure that that would have left where we stopped to play golf. It would have left you wondering who were the top five then that got chosen. And that is what I'm here to show you, starting with Charlie. What's going on, Chalky Legends? Just ringing in to tell you about my unluckiest moment. It's me and your heroes. Don't do it. They're absolute dickheads. I was in Hungry Jack's one day just ordering some food, and one of my heroes was standing next to me, Skin. And I was like, oh, you're the boy from the, We Got the Chocolates. He's like, yep. I said, oh, you guys got great gear. I love you guys. You're hilarious. He's like, thanks. And then we stood there for the next five minutes waiting for our food in awkward silence. <laughs> I think that one hit home so much because we've sort of all had that experience with skin. Every day with skin. I just felt so sorry for him. I knew exactly exactly what that must be like. I'm so sorry. I've actually got a story to go off the back of that too. Mikus last week did like a full edit. Uh, I don't think it was – it wasn't a golf video. It was something else he edited beforehand and he he showed us. He got me and Skin to to like walk across. And I would say I sort of value Skin's opinion. When it comes to like the content we put out, he's like the one that I'm trying to get to approve, right? And then it sort of goes like to me, like that's kind of like our – pyramid scheme okay um <laughs> that's our order of hierarchy you might say mm. anyway so mid skin have gone over to watch Mingus's edit and because i'm waiting for skin to say something i was just like oh, i'll let i'll leave space for skin to say his thing and then we <laughs> because it's press play we watched it it was just dead silence <laughs> like the video finished it's like eight seconds of silence and Mingus is like i can't work in these conditions <laughs> I just need to hear something. You just need some immediate just- approval. Like, yes, this is great. <laughs> I took a few seconds to think about what I, what I thought of the video. I was like, I cannot work in these conditions. And it was something I was so proud of too. Like, I genuinely was like, oh, Skin is going to, he's going to say those few words that I love to hear. What are those few words, Migus? I'm proud of you. That's all Migus wants to hear. And I've never heard it. What? No, I've heard it once. Yeah. I've heard it once. Yeah. But I have to ask anyway. Yeah. <laughs> One day, because yeah. Do you want keep, something? Keep chipping away, but yeah. Uh, no, cool. Anyway, that was Charlie. We thought that was great. That that was it really understood the assignment. I think considerably unlucky to come up with, probably particularly unlucky to meet Skin at a Hungry Jack's. I wouldn't yeah. imagine you'd frequently visit Hungry Jack's. No, yeah, no. Pretty, I mean, they're pretty wonderful people. Obviously, if they're looking to get on board, but yeah, they do have a veggie option, I believe. Um, yeah, they definitely do. You'd assume so. I think I must have been there for a coffee or something. I don't. I don't remember getting lunch that day. But yeah, I do remember meeting Charlie, and I felt incredibly uncomfortable. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so we and brought then, him along yeah. to the Gabba to make sure yeah. there was more uncomfortable yeah, feelings. Uh, he was a great bloke. He was good. Now James. James was actually our. Uh, he was an English counterpart. We enjoyed his entry. All right, Chockies, it's James from the UK, currently in Brisbane. Thought I'd throw my name in the hat for the uh, the Gabba field trip that we've got going on on New Year's Day. Um, so, yeah, my unlucky story. Um, cast your minds back. It's 2016. It's a 
cold summer's day in northern England, 18 degrees raining, and it's first versus second in the Northwest Third Division Rugby League Championships. It's a tight game. There's a about one minute remaining and we're being beaten by 21 points to 20. Now, we weren't a bad team. We were all right. I'm not a terrible player, but I'm not amazing. My um, my teammates used to call me the condom because I am useful, but not as often as they wished I was. So <laughs> someone gets absolutely drilled in a tackle and as if the gods placed it there themselves, the ball lands in my paws. I go hell for leather down the pitch. The meters are running down. I'm getting 40, 30, 20. I think I've won the game and my name's going to be in headlines, in the papers, until my auntie's German shepherd tackles me five metres from the line and I knock the ball on. Um, Needless to say, the referee was bamboozled, didn't have a clue what to do and decided to bring it back to the last tackle, which meant that the other team got the ball with about 30 metres out from our try line, um, scored a drop goal and just took it to two points clear for a giggle. That's my unlucky story. Uh, Hopefully I'll see you on New Year's Day. Cheers. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. It's, in terms of delivery and style, yeah. delivery and style was that got yeah. him over the line. That was very well done. Yeah. And unlucky too. Obviously. It's so much better hearing these now once we've had, had met them. Yeah. Like he, James is just the loosest unit. When we left the night, he was definitely well and truly still going. I, in fact, uh, Mitch, one of our other winners uh, that you're about to hear from, he sent me a photo of James just like, I think he was doing the worm under the table in a brewery <laughs> after we left. So uh, he certainly cashed in. He he went he went fairly hard and you could sort of tell from his, yes, his storytelling that he was going to offer quite a bit of value. And he didn't let us down. He also mentioned going to jingle practice about seven times. And yeah. I was like, mate, oh. it's closed Monday. It opens Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> he also brought the two most hungover people in the world as his two mates. Oh, yeah. They were unbelievably right. hungover. Anyway, we'll get to that later on. I think we hear, well, we might not hear from them because they were too hungover. They avoided the mic, but yeah. <laughs> if one bloke went for a swim at 5 a.m. while he was pissed, one of his mates, do you remember that? Crikey. He was telling us that story. Like, okay, yeah, well. Great. I was sleeping in. <laughs> uh, we also, now the next two you would have heard if you have listened to all the We Got the Chocolates episodes on our podcast feed. Uh, this was from Josh was first and then, well, we'll do Josh first. First. <laughs> Maybe just listen to his entry. But. Oh, Skid. Yeah, you you can't nowhere. say that. No, no. Skid, this was your favourite entry because it was that gun to windy gear we did where, you know, how they get like gustily breezes go through oh, there. Oh, Oh, hey, fellas, it's Josh here. Halfway through your most recent episode and thought I'd uh, track you down on the chalk line and submit my entry. Last year, I was involved in a car accident, which, as unlucky as it is, what made mine what I believe to be extra unlucky is that the other party involved in the car accident was my girlfriend at the time, now my fiance, in the main street of Gondawindi, the town that we live in, whilst on the phone to each other. And it resulted in one of our cars being written off and the other car incurring $18,000 worth of damage. Let me know what you think of that. Cheers. That is incredible. <laughs> yeah. What we think of that is that yeah. that is very unlucky. Oh, yeah. And he told he retold this story for us, actually, didn't he? Well, yeah. On the, on the night quite a few times. And, yeah. yeah. It was just, he said the most awkward part of his chat was to the police saying, like, yeah. okay, so who owns this vehicle? <laughs> me. I do. We do. <laughs> so who was driving this vehicle? I, I was. was. <laughs> 
Oh, that is tough to be. So that was Josh. He was fantastic. And also drove from, he brought, oh, I think he actually was staying up on the coast, but his mate that he brought as a plus as a plus one definitely yep. drove from Gun to Windy. Yeah, that's a great effort. Just yeah. a fair effort. So, and you got to watch some good cricket. And so got that's to watch good. the game get rained out. <laughs> but also had a wonderful night, yeah. we think. And he stole my hat. No, Josh no. stole your hat. Yeah. Oh, and sorry. Yeah. The you mate. traded him hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, we shouldn't throw the S word around. Oh, yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, kid. Yeah, no, fair enough. I've got a fantastic hat now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trade. Done deal. Uh, and then Mitch. Hey, lads. Mitchie here on the chalk line. I'm um, just giving you an unlucky story in the hopes of meeting you at the Gabba. It's in the category of broken bones. Um, and look, age six broke my collarbone playing marbles. But that's not even the unlucky story. It was age 13 on the eve of the Sydney Olympics. Raised a scooter down the hill. Didn't see the car coming. It was obviously a parked car that I didn't see coming. I break my left arm on the impact of my body hitting the car. I break my right arm on the impact of my body hitting the ground. Obviously, you know, it's an absolute shit show, my body that is. Um, I bring the Razor scooter up, two broken arms, up home. Mum, obviously, at the time, obviously she's still my mum, but at the time... (laughs) She thought I was a bit of a whinger. She had me squeezing tennis balls to strengthen my broken arms for the duration of the Olympics. Watched Kathy Freeman in tears, not because of what she'd done, because of the sheer pain my arms were in. Um, took her two weeks, get me to the doctors, confirmed broken, incorrectly healed, all that. Um, still struggle with push-ups. I blame that firmly. On the um, on the broken arms, but yeah, obviously unlucky. So I'll um, see you at the gather down at the Goldie, so Mix can give us a lift. See you later. <laughs> and apparently, it was the worst drive ever from the Gold Coast. Actually, that day, due to the rain again. Yep. Yes, that it's makes terrible. sense. Yep. You didn't go together, did you? You didn't carpool. <clears throat> no. He had no. two. I think he had his brother and a mate with him that was also a yeah, full car named Cam. So mm. full car. Uh, yeah, great value, in fact. And also had another funny story involving his mum, which also could have been probably an unlucky moment. Um, where she gave him a nice glass sculpture <laughs> as a birthday gift, <clears throat> which unfortunately was a sex toy that she didn't realise. Oh, okay. I did not hear that story. <laughs> I mean, you say unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Christ almighty. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, great value. Mitch, I thought he was fantastic. And it's nice to have a good Mitch hanging around the group. Finally. Well, we've got skin. He's nice. Mm. Okay. Mm. Y- your real name is Mitch, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, people forget yeah. that. Yeah, uh, and the final winner was <laughs> this. This was unbelievable. This one, uh, we listened to this and we just thought, if all of them are going to this much effort, all of our entries, this could be very hard to listen to. It's going to be a lot of time in our life gone mm. uh, because this was a five-minute mini podcast entry from Paul, uh, and we have cut it down because five minutes is quite a long time. So we've cut it down to just the snippets from it. But this is the extent that Paul went to. One of the hallmarks of the We Got the Chocolates podcast is its creative genius that is manifested in the jingles. However, on at least two of its first five airings, a host mentioned that Get Fact did not yet have a jingle. This is where I come in. I was driving to work on the morning of Thursday, the 12th of January, 2023, listening to episode 174, which ended in the fifth installment of Get Backed. Still jingleless after more than three months, I decided to take action. The following is an excerpt from my message that I sent that morning. 
just finished up your latest app this morning and I was disappointed but not surprised to hear that there was no jingle for the segment Get Fact. Boys, this is probably the most gimme jingle that has ever existed. The Angels, am I ever going to see your face again? Come on. Imagine Lee singing gracefully and layered like an onion, obviously. Am I ever going to see your face again? Then Skin, Goaty and Mick is yelling, No way, get fact, fact off! It just writes itself, really. Then, nothing. In fact, (laughs) ten whole weeks pass until suddenly I'm greeted with this at the end of episode 184. You know, I believe you've got to get fact, which we haven't done for a while, and which I think we also have a jingle for. Am I ever going to see your face again? No way, get fact, fact off! That that wasn't our idea either. That was sent in by Shockey, that suggestion. You were going to take credit for that too, you sly bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to give credit to the Shockey, but I forgot to write down his name. I apologize. So there you have it. That pretty much sums up how I got shafted after delivering one of the best jingle ideas known to man. <laughs> so that was Paul. I think he also included like a skin stats in his entry uh, where he yeah. was like, what was he talking about in his skin stats? It's like the amount of times that, that... Yeah, wasn't uh, it how often segments occur or something? Yeah, how often segments occur. It was unbelievable. He had like the old the, the old intro and the old outro. He went to a lot of effort. It was yeah, incredibly was well done. production. Yeah, and we were like, uh, what, do you, what do you do? Like when we met him on the day, we were like, what do you do for a job, mate? Like is this the editing sort of something you're into? He was like, oh, yeah, I'm... Uh, uh, what is his like <laughs> security at Suncorp nah, he works Stadium? Like, in like, logistics yeah. or something. At, He's at yeah, Suncorp. We've seen yeah. him at Suncorp yeah, Stadium him at before. Suncorp before, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was... That was what he did. He said video editing was just something he liked doing on the side. He did it very well, and it got him an entry to the Gabba. Uh, So they are the five winners that we picked and that were coming along with us to the game that was unfortunately rained out. He definitely worked in events. (laughs) Logistics. (laughs) Okay, so we're in at the Gabba, and we thought it might be useful to catch up with each of our winners on the night. Uh, Just seeing it was... As it was raining, we really didn't have a lot else to do. Uh, So that seemed a good use of our time. And first of all, I guess we just wanted to make sure that these were, in fact, our unluckiest winners. So we did have to get them to recap the stories uh, that they had entered just for their submissions. So to cut a long story short, and it is a long story that I've cut short, um, broke both my arms, parked car in the in the warm-up to the Sydney Olympics, and um, basically mum didn't believe me that they were broken, made me squeeze tennis balls to strengthen them the entire duration of the Olympics until I caved in and we went to the hospital. So, yeah, pretty much had healed and um, have healed incorrectly, and I'm weaker as, I'm weaker as the result. Keen to hear this. I was meeting my heroes a couple months back and uh, walked up to him in Hungry Jacks to say good day. Said, oh, I love you guys. You're from, we got the chocolates. He said, thanks. And we had to stand there for the next 10 minutes waiting for our food and talk inside. <laughs> That's that is just that's incredibly unlucky. Obviously, I assume that was maybe Lee or, or Goaty who, who, who definitely skin. Okay, yeah, right. No, sorry, mate. I can't apologise enough. Oh, you've genuinely created a full mini podcast to be here. I, I took inspiration from the best, obviously, not idiot. Um, but uh, yeah, basically stems from the fact that uh, you two idiots, Drennans, that is, um, tried to steal my idea. Forget fact. Obviously, the jingle goes, may have going to see your face again. No way, get fact, fact off. And Which 
we still use? Still use, absolutely. And it's my favourite jingle, Goaty's favourite jingle. He talks about it every time. But, uh, yeah. And first... you've never had your name attributed to it, have you? Not once. Unbelievable. Do you believe that? No. No, me neither. No. Here with Josh, mate, one of our uh, competition winners, mate. Country handshake, that's a firm handshake too, if I've ever... Unbelievable. Uh, mate, what brings you here? I had an accident in Gundawindi in a car accident. And the other party involved in the car accident was my fiance. Um, one car got written off, and the other car incurred eighteen thousand dollars worth of damage. That is considerably unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> Has she forgiven you yet? Well, yeah, she was my girlfriend at the time, as I said on the podcast. Now she's my fiance, so she must have forgiven me somewhat because she said yes when I asked her. Yeah, so probably not. Uh- <laughs> now we actually had a few more questions that we would have liked to ask. Uh, all the winners, but and they're plus ones or plus twos as well. But unfortunately, our equipment was stolen by Carly, Rochelle, and Eloise. Um, so Carly, Mix's wife, Eloise, Mix's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Mix's friend's wife, fiance. <laughs> Eloise skin, soon to be wife, and Rochelle, the girl I'm getting to know. Uh, they did hijack the equipment. <laughs> just good from you. I'm going to be so good at this. Everyone commonly refers to Eloise, Mix's friend. <laughs> and Rochelle, Mix's friends, friends, uh, girlies getting to know. Nice. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, but they were on a mission to find answers to what they deemed as the most important question on the night. Welcome to Brisbane Heat News. Tonight, we have been talking about David Beckham and did he cheat, yes or no? Over to you, Carly. 100%. Never admitted. Never, never admitted. said no. Never said no. Just brushed it off. This is a tough, tough question. Do you know who we need to go to? Really important question. Now, we're mainly going to you because you're from the UK. Carly and I have been reporting live on the situation. Very intense, yeah. Yeah, did David Beckham cheat on Victoria Beckham? Uh, the correct answer is, and will always be, a fucking course he did. Absolutely! Absolutely he did! We really have both microphones under his chin for that one. <laughs> yes, did David Beckham cheat on Victoria Beckham? I think he did, yeah. One hundred percent. Three from three, and that is facts. All right, welcome and thank you for coming to Eloise and Carly's news. And while the girls were making an effort to settle that debate, we had a topic that we wanted to get some thoughts on as well, and that was: should you pick ten thousand rats to defend yourself against a variety of other animals? Obviously. Yes, right. You are staying firm with your thoughts. I take it, Mikus. Yeah. Well done. So we were pretty interested to see what our guests thought as well. Yeah, look, I think I'm taking the rats. I'm taking the 10,000 rats. I think just sheer weight of numbers will get us there. And I might take the sniper with me. I just feel like he could take down at least 10 of those wolves. Look, I'm going to have to go the sniper. I'm going against what the other boys were saying. I take that point about the 10,000 rats, but it's pretty hard to group together 10,000 rats in unison. bit much. I'm going to have to go the gun. It's going to be the 10,000 rats and the 50 eagles because I've done, I've done the math I've done the math there's 42 or so other animals going on there that's 240 rats per animal do you reckon a crocodile could take down 240 rats I don't know but it's, it's just the correct answer isn't it well there's only one answer and that is 50 eagles and it is 5 gorillas and that is the only answer yeah right you're not taking the shooter with the gun 
no, no, not even close. I guess, uh, I guess it's better than Mikus's a thousand rats answer. So that was pretty good. Ten thousand. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. No, that's good. I'm thinking the woods because they're natural hunters nice. and the eagles. Well, that's not that's not rats. So I'm happy with your yeah. answer. Yeah, thank you. Well, Gary said the rats. You can, you can, I can outrun them for three k's. For sure. For sure. We're from the country, so we used to run away from balls and jump in the fence. Crocodiles only get you in water. Three bears. I don't know. Probably. Oh, I mean, that's easy to deal with, obviously. Outrun a bear. I'm definitely not picking the rats. Good thinking. <laughs> no, 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 I'd probably take your man with the gun, and I reckon I'd be taking, if they were trainable, I'd be taking 10 crocodiles, but most likely I'd be taking 15 huskies. Definitely no rats there. Do you hear that, Bickers? Righto. So I'm going to have to take 50 eagles and I'll probably say five gorillas because you can train monkeys. For cows, just jump the fence and you're good as gold. And you can run 3Ks to outrun 10,000 rats. I actually really respect it. I've got no issues with that. And we also wanted to know from the Chalky guests, out of the 200-ish, 200 or so episodes that we've done thus far, uh, what moments really stood out to them? I think we've gotten better this year at the the intros and the jingles. Oh, great. I think a bit of jingle practice has helped significantly, Mikus. I reckon it's going to be Goaty singing... Um, refrig- no, it's not... Refrigeridoo. Refrigeridoo, that's it. <laughs> Oh, mate, I love seeing Goaty fail so much. It's funny as. <laughs> and I'd have to say the funniest one would have to be the odds out of 50. Yeah. Unlucky, unlucky odds. That is incredibly unlucky. <laughs> I know, yeah. I tend to disagree, but I'll, I'll take it. As the rain continued to tumble, we got more and more desperate to keep people entertained. We actually turned to the Chockey's Pogs, which we definitely have a reasonable supply of, uh, in the hope of finding a game out of them. So the challenge was to flip as many as you could. I obviously dominated. Um, and you claimed to get some. Um, some phenomenal score in your practice that no one saw and cameras weren't rolling for No, in the cameras were rolling for when I got nine. Okay. The problem was I had practiced probably 42 times in the lead up <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else was doing it for the first time. <laughs> so they found it a fair bit more difficult than what I found it. <laughs> So I think my score was nine, which was very hard to beat. But out of the guests, Mitch's mate Cam actually dominated, and we caught up with him just to find what the secret was. So it's something you've practiced before? Have you had a lot of exposure to pogs? Look, as a youth, I was a lonely man. Um, I've had a couple of good sessions on the pogs back in the day, sitting out the back of the pub with my parents, uh, being neglected with a pack of chips. So I did say earlier that Tarzos were the poor man's pog. I stand by it. And we knew things were getting pretty desperate when Goaty just started attacking the guests with some pretty poorly worded questions. And obviously uh, from England, mate, Johnny Bairstow, big fan of yours. Love how he gets out. 
Oh, mate, you know what? You can walk down your cricket as much as you want. Uh, you shouldn't bowl them out there. No. Okay, beautiful. Now, we're, we're here at the Gabba for the 200 episode. Uh, beautiful uh, weather, which you'll be accustomed to, mate. Uh, fine and sunny. Uh, it's 22 and raining. It was at about this point that we saw the umpires do their final inspection of the ground, which by now was underwater and the players were snorkeling. Uh, and they came out and called the game off without a single ball being bowled. We've been to a lot of Brisbane Heat games at the Gabba. We've never, ever seen one be called off without a ball being being bold. We've seen some reduced, some shortened, mm-hmm. uh, none just completely see you later, as we mentioned. We actually went there early in the afternoon and the roller was out there. Yep. Covers were off. We're, Things were looking great. Yeah, we were all very <laughs> confident we were getting the game in. Yep. Players were tanning. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, how things turn for the worst. Uh, But we probably should have known in fairness, Skin, that bringing five of the unluckiest people together all at the one time at the one place was asking for trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Silly in hindsight. I apologize. Yeah. Lesson learned. Terrible idea. Lesson learned, but uh, hopefully things go better for the 300th celebration. Can we get the luckiest people? (laughs) (laughs) We're only taking people named lucky. (laughs) That'd be good. I mean, we could try. I can think of one bloke. I can think of oh, one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying lucky or locky? No, lucky. 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 Oh, it could be lucky. No, yeah. there's, there's a lot more <laughs> luckies. Pronounce their name differently. I know. Uh, lucky Peterson. We play cricket against. He can come. That's his first name. I no. believe so. What's his nickname? No. Oh, no. His first name's Emmanuel. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I don't, this is, I don't know. Everyone just calls him lucky. Yeah. Oh, well, this doesn't count. It's got to be your... Genuine first no, name. But I think like if your branding is so good that everyone <laughs> thinks your name is Lucky, I reckon that's cool. Like Skin, everyone thinks his name that's is right. Skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got some proper personal brand going. That's personal brand, PB. PB, yep. That's a, <laughs> that's a good PB. That's a, that's a good peanut butter. <laughs> Rightio, that's the end of this week of the Chocolates bonus episode. We do welcome you to be a part of the Chockies crew as per usual, so please do get in touch. You can do that firstly via our socials, which is at We Got the Chocolates wherever you are on social media. Uh, in the social media bios, well, in the social bio, you will find a link tree as well, which has discount codes for LSKD clothing, uh, better be a merch. They're both 15% off for Chockey listeners, so help us help you by checking that out. Yep, you can also help us by heading to our website, wegotthechocolates.com.au. You can leave a voice message on the chalk line there if you'd like to, uh, or just write into us below if that's your preference. And uh, jump onto Spotify and Apple Podcast Music. Apple Music. <laughs> Apple, Apple Podcast. <laughs> jump onto Apple and Spotify. Leave five stars. Leave a review. Yeah. Uh, jump onto YouTube. Leave a comment. Go to your reply to every single one. Mm-hmm. And... Um, to you, Lee. <laughs> and that is good podcasting. That's a weather cross. <laughs> and back to Lee with the finance. <laughs> that is just how we do it. Oh, that was so that good. Fucking seamless. <laughs> Even names go to. Oh my God. Seamless. Oh, remember to get out and have a chinwag with a few of your mates this week. If you're doing that, you're absolutely getting the chocolates. Stay updated with how many marathons Migas is ticking off as well. You should be aware of that. I think he's about to go and do one. Uh, we love having you here. We'll speak to you again well, later in the week, actually. Uh, and as always, good luck in the future. And that's Stumps. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. From Disco. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.